I'm ready. You ready? Very good. Uh, hey, good good morning. I was going to say good morning. No. Good morning, Wooden, America. Wooden tag. Oh, i got to make sure your mic is right near your mouth. Jim. Oh, like this? Yep. Hello. <laughs> this is the Film Photography Podcast. If this is the first time you're with us, welcome. If this is the, the 171, 171th time you've been with Once. us. <laughs> this is the... Once. This is the 171th show. How would what, I say that, John? What show? 171st show. Oh, this is the 171st show. And you're getting pretty good at it at this point. I have to tell you, I'm a lot more organized. In the old, old days, I didn't know what was going on. You had a lot of enthusiasm, but none of the skill that you possess now. The enth- well, so it was kind I mean, of crazy. I, I think both of us were skilled because we were shooting movies and doing all sorts of crazy things. We were skilled, yeah. but we had only shot 35 back then. Yeah. Both of us, John Fideli and I are uh, war buddies, as they say. And you, were, and you were so geeked up by Polaroid back yeah. in the early shows. Remember, Impossible and Polaroid were your thing. That, uh, the Impossible Project, it's now called, it's now called Polaroid. Yeah. Back in the day, they caught the imagination, <laughs> and people grabbed the, the magic carpet. And right. we're like riding on that magic carpet ride, and they ripped it out from under you. No, not at all. We, were, I was John was a late bloomer. I was a non-believer at first. Yeah, John was furious. Yes, at first, but now it was a total ripoff. Now John regularly shoots no, Polaroid film. No, I loves it. Now that they got it together, I loves it. You know why? Because the 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 <laughs> the mastermind behind Impossible Project had the guts. Mm-hmm. To reboot that Polaroid factory in Enskede. Yeah. I mean, that's... That took a lot of guts. That's yeah. gutsy. Yeah. Yes. It's a great story. It's a, it's a great... It's a real feel-good story. Epic. It is. It's, a, it's an epic it's story. It's epic. Especially Leslie. I'll tell everyone in a few minutes who's here, but you probably guess. Especially Le- Leslie. I mean, you were a Polaroid SX-70 shooter. You got it. From the Polaroid way days. Back. Way back. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. what's, it, what's it say? Your transaction... With Kickstarter, what's it say? Has been transacted, so that means that the uh, oh the Lomo the Lomo is over. Oh, so oh. good they met their goal. That or your <laughs> HIV test has come through. Your herpes simplex test. Well, or your tests pregnant. are available. We, it's old news. Just a formality. We know the answer to that. <laughs> so, film photography podcast, the podcast about film using film, uh, episode one seventy one, November first, twenty seventeen. <laughs> we'll go around from. From the other side of the table, I know this will make Mark very happy because wow. he likes top billing. Top billing. As a matter of fact, I'll even li- give you a little pause in between. And starring Mark Dalzell. Hi. <laughs> also, and it'll be like Gilligan's Island. And featuring, featuring. John, uh, I think Mary, Mary Ann and the professor doesn't always got say, the shaft. Doesn't it and say they were also starring? No, it said no. and the rest. At first and it was the and the rest. And they didn't the rest. even get... They, right. pro- they had probably had to file some paperwork through the front office to be like, hey, I'm Marianne. Marianne was like, no. Well, come on. You're talking to a Gilligan's Island devotee. Okay, okay uh, here we go. It's Bob Denver. Oh. Bob Denver spoke he up. He said, you John don't Denver put their names was there. He said, you get their whole names on there, we're out of here. Gilligan. Really? Yep. So Sherwood Short Swartz said, "Let me write. Let me work on this. I'll get back with you." And he did. Also starring. Yes. So yeah. ha- then it used. So then it was Gilligan, the Skipper Two. Was, uh, yes. 
The Movie Star And the rest are Mary Ann Here on Gilligan's Justin quits All this is caused by UFOs So starring today Mark Delzell Hey John Fideli Mark O'Brien yeah. Leslie Lazenby. Hello, everyone. And myself, Mr. Michael Rosso. As the beaver. And <laughs> it's highly possible that Matt Mirage may skid in at any time. That's a long road he's on, huh, Mark Dalzell? Long and winding road. Long and rickety road, is That's you right. say. Let's open up with a letter. Okay. This letter's attached to treats. Wow. Look at these treats. Ooh. Ca- it's candy. It's called, it's a candy bar called Super 8. Super, super eight, oh, super not even eight. Wow, super eight bar. Now it's Nestle, of course. You know it's good because there's no English on the package whatsoever. It's from Chile. Oh, Chile. Yes. Now you may not want to ruin your lunch. Today is pizza oh, Friday. Oh, why here. not? I'll have one. Oh. Delicious. I'll it feels, ruin it. Feels like a coffee crisp. What? Uh, yes, what is it? Crisp is it a waffer? It's, it's a waffer. waffer. It's waffer thick. Now, please be uh, careful of crumbs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. We know the crumbs. We do have a rodent issue here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No crumb bums. This is from Ricardo Blanche. In close, you will find a modest sample of my favorite candy of my home country. Not long ago, oh. I wrote an email to you about this. Yes, he did. Hey. Now I am on a trip to New Jersey. Now I'm on a trip to New Jersey. Really? And I find and can I buy from the FPP store and mail this on topic candy to you? Um, so I think what he meant was, no, he cannot come here. <laughs> there is no store. There's no there store. There's no storefront. There's no storefront. This is not a retail store. The FPP online store is a warehouse where uh, folks of that who shop there know that you will be handled by our customer service expert, Justin. Justin. Can I have a bite? Oh, yeah, baby. Super 8 candy. How is it? Super. They should call it Super 9. <laughs> At least. Should be super duper. Did eight. you taste yours yet, Mark Delzell? <laughs> That's a really good lunch. It's no. light. Somebody knocking at the door. If it's, it's a truck driver who wants light. to know where Team Logistics is, give them the attitude you gave that guy in Best Buy last night. <laughs> oh, God. What's she <laughs> doing in Best Buy? <laughs> uh, we went to Best Buy and Leslie needed a phone charger. So, Mark... Uh, O'Brien are, uh, st- are like standing there, kind of like what our like we never saw kind of Leslie go into that mode. She took no prisoners. Well, what happened? The, the you that know Best Buy like guy that. in a blue shirt was just like, hey, can I help you. Yeah. Like she, you know, kept him in line. Oh, really? Yeah, he kept, he kept like dissing her. Like, what do you know? Wow! And Would that be mad. She whipped him into shape. I don't know. At twelve thirty-nine p.m., she made him crane it. John, take a look. What's going on out there? You're. Yep. Oh my God! Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Attitude to a truck. Oh, <laughs> how you going, man? Good. How are you? Good to see you. 
got a chair hey. for you and everything. A chair? Whoa. Wow. Mine. Just when I thought it couldn't get any better. That's too close. Eating a Super 8 cookie bar, Matt walks in. Ain't life grand. Ain't it? Ain't it though, Ma? I don't want to crimp our signal. These are really awesome. Are they? Oh my God. Wow. And his hair's all like. Oh. Yeah, your hair Poofy. is. Frazzled. It's almost like the Butler days right now. It feels like when you just roll in, and Matt will have like no sleep for two days, <laughs> or you'd be actually actually like physically ill. Yep. I haven't been like physically. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me put your mic up. There you go. Uh, hey, well, hey, Matt. Hey. No, yeah, it does feel like the old days. Except I'm not getting like I don't feel like shit anymore. But I'm You're not getting what? I'm, I'm still pulling the crazy hours. Uh, I was teaching a video class last night until about eleven. Holy smokes! Really? <laughs> yeah. And then you just got in the car and headed out. No, I like I passed out for a few hours and then I got in the car and headed out. Oh, I hope oh. you went to sleep. Yeah, I did. Passing oh. out and sleeping, two different things. And it feels but. about the same. Uh, <laughs> at that less point? Than four hours. At that yeah. point? Yeah. Wow, welcome. Wow. Yeah, wow. thanks for having me, guys. So, Matt, oh, this, this is FPP so awesome. 171, our 171st show. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's true. Oh Does Lauren still listen, or she's done? No, she It's okay if she's done. She actually, like, she keeps She, she tells test. you what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like Matt. On. It's like, Matt. Mark already said that. you got to talk about something else. Yeah. Oh. Wow, oh, he's she's 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 really good on it. She can should you, be down here live. Can you sing a song to Lauren? Sing a song? Yeah, like Lauren, love you, Lauren. Lauren, hope you're not snoring. <laughs> How's your schnoodle, cutie poodle? <laughs> Why do you make me do these things? <laughs> you know, you know, John, your your voice reminds Keep me. Keep dancing. Uh, <laughs> A filmmaker buddy of mine, uh, I, I turned him on to uh, the Smooth Sailors, and oh, he was yeah. like, "Oh, there was too this late." One. I was I was, wa- I was going through their backlog, and I heard this ridiculous song, and it was it was called "How to Take a Punch." <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good it's song. How to take a punch? Sailors. Favorite track? I think it's just like you reading. It sounds like a Wikipedia definition of like how to take a punch. Oh no, that's oh, from was the, that Kenichi? No, that's from the, uh, the the disaster scenario book. Oh, oh is that one that was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fairly recent track, right? Yeah, from maybe two years ago, yeah. <laughs> was that Kenichi or was that me? I think it was you. It may have been me reading yeah. one and then Kenichi was reading yeah. something else. Oh, he was reading the like the Survival Blast or something. Yeah, like that's that. what it yeah. was. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. How to take, take a, a punch. punch. Forgot yeah, about that. That's great. How to take a punch. A blow to the body. Tighten your stomach muscles. A body blow to the gut. Or solar plexus. Can damage organs and kill Not to mention, soil your shorts. This sort of punch is one of the best and easiest ways to knock someone out. Harry Houdini died from an unexpected blow to the abdomen. Do not suck in your stomach if you expect that a punch is imminent. There's going to be no titles. topics today, folks, listening. We were all set with the show. Just like the last now, one. Now we're just, just talking about it. Now we're Seinfeld again. We're <laughs> freeforming. It's gone. Bozo? No. B-O-Z-O. Sorry. Uh, what are you hassling me for? This is just a gig. It's not my life. I don't know who Bozo is. What, is he a clown? Is he a clown? What, are you kidding me? Well, what is he? Yes, he's a clown. All right, so what's the big deal? There's millions of clowns. So, Matt, you... There's yeah, Lauren, this Strudel, of course. Everyone knows Strudel. Or, but isn't there like a Zorky or... Oh, oh we, got, we got the Zill. The so. Zillow. Yeah. The, gra- the Greyhound, yeah. The Zill. 
How's a little, a little greyhound? Uh, no, it's a big a, greyhound. Well, she's, Stretchy she's like she's like greyhound. the littlest greyhound, but yeah, she's she's still a full greyhound. All she does is sleep. So wow, yeah, they're lanky, right? Yeah, so they're they're dogs that go fast for about ten seconds, and then she just she sleeps like <laughs> twenty sleeps hours a day. Hours, yeah, yeah. I got how the Sengis, it's the same. How fast can it go? Uh, we've clocked her at thirty-eight. Really? That fast? Yeah, she she whips around. Must be a hell of a time at the dog park. Oh yeah, she's uh. she's. N- Never off leash unless she's in a fenced area. Okay, like tall fenced area. And your little Bachenjis can go fast. <laughs> they're very fast. They're zippy. Not greyhound fast, but yeah, they're very fast. Hey, Mark, did you like that Super Eight film I made a few years ago? Where you featured your dog and they put the growling sound in. Wasn't I like that. Yeah, that's cool, right? My silent dogs growling on film. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Arr." laughs> wow. I got a big fluffy Whoa. cat. It's kind of slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have fish. I fish. They I don't do much. No. So, well, Matt, anything hair. to share from your from the road, or how was the road? I don't know. The road was great. Uh, 80s, you know, it doesn't feel like 80. I didn't have to, like, come to a complete halt four or five times. Okay. It was great. Wow. Well, I guess we'll get back to Even though I just like to talk about yeah. nothing because it's so much easier. That's uh, fun. I guess we'll do a topic. Why don't we start with a letter? Who's got a letter? I got a letter. Mark's got a letter. Hi, guys. Wondering if you could do a shout-out on the next podcast for my good friend and fellow film shooter. Well, I'm not reading the name. He and his fiance. No. No, do read the name. Glenn Morley. He and his fiance Katie, also a huge fan of shooting film and printing in the darkroom, just had a baby girl and named her Velvia. Isn't oh, that after awesome? After their favorite slide film. That's a beautiful name, actually. I, just, I think our slide nights will be on hold for a while till the bub grows a little older. But I'm looking forward to seeing all the photos once they get some sleep and then get back to the dark room. <laughs> and a picture. Katie and I are proud to announce Velvia. That's awesome. What a great name. Calling great Bub until they get sued by Fuji. They may be Australian. Yeah. Now I feel stupid for calling my son Coda Color. He gets beat up every day. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Oh, fold that up nicely, nice so we don't get rid of repeat it, it next Congratulations. time. Congratulations. Yes. yes, thank you. Thank you. Beautiful name. Uh, Hi, Mike and the gang, and this is from Mike Sherman. Oh. Not sure if anyone owns one of these, but I recently stumbled across an 80s point-and-shoot camera called the Minolta Talker, Ooh. a.k.a. in my retail business, we called it the Minolta Squawker, uh-huh. or the Minolta V, the same camera, different name, and it talks to remind you to do things. Here's a video of it, and he did point us to I'm a YouTube video, but that. when he said this... I could imitate the camera. Do it. But, but wasn't it true that the, the video was an American sales video to sell the camera, and it was an American voice, but the actual camera we had had an Asian voice? The actual camera does have an Asian voice. Ding, dong, load film. The other, there was only said three no, things. Load film. Tudok, use flash. Do it's like the camera's in the room with us. Tudok, use flash. <laughs> Check distance. Ah, get closer, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back and do the first one. Ding dong, load film. Ding dong, stupid. You need film to operate this camera. <laughs> that's, I, mean, I, I nailed it. So did he. But that's just a very short letter of one of those unique cameras. The, the Minolta Talker. The talking cameras. I mean, Polaroid had one, too. They're that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the Polaroid one, though, you could record. 
Oh, really? Yes, oh, you can put great. your own comment on there. So I brought what, that into the show Dane one time, I think. Did you have one, Brian? You look like the look on your face, like I had one. I had. I think I picked one at a, at a flea market or something years ago, and I I just kind of laughed and then I got rid of it. It was a classic point and shoot thirty five millimeter. In the case of the Minolta Talker, why does the Minolta Talker talker talk American accent on the commercial? But Asian That's accent. a good question because I've never heard the commercial personally. I'm used to just we played with it in the store all the time, probably till we killed the batteries. Let's hear the commercial right now. Let's do it. I'm with the remarkable new Minolta talker. When the light's too dim, it talks to you. Too dark, use flash. When you're out of flash range, it tells you. Check distance. And when the camera's empty, load film. It's the auto exposure, auto focus, 35 millimeter camera that loads, advances, and rewinds the film all automatically. The Newman Alta Talker talks you into good pictures. Great pictures. Only from the mind of Minolta. Because the American voice sold more cameras, but the Asian voice was cheaper to produce, probably. That's why. Do you want to then reference the one where he actually fires the real camera? There's a YouTube. Out of a cannon? Yeah. <laughs> I Canon camera? I don't know if Mike Sherman is Shaq Monty. Yes, he, he is. Shaq oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. But the email address changed. Maybe this is a different Mike Sherman. Oh, how many Mike Shermans can there be? Well, Quite a few. How many Shaq Mottys can there be? Yeah. Mike Sherman, are you Shaq Motty? <laughs> I don't hear anything. <laughs> I guess he's not listening right now. I think that Mark O'Brien is ready with a topic. I think you've been ready for quite a few times. Yay! Like a few shows, you've been ready with a topic. And why don't we do a topic? Today we're going to be talking about, since you missed a show, Matt, we didn't talk about anything. No, we, so we, so we talked a lot. Anything. We talked about be, uh, repairing bellows. Yes. But the rest was just like, what are you going to be for Halloween? Gossip. <laughs> what about those costumes from the 1960s that used to scratch your, your face as a child? Kickstarter. Kickstarters. Oh, yeah. okay. You know that I'm never happy to support, but Mark Delzell is such a positive. I'll jump on anything. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I've, you Let's know. not talk about your social life here. Yeah. Would you think that you and I are the grouchiest of the bunch? I yes. I. Who? You're young yet, so you're. I think trouble. retail's really just jaded me. Ah, uh, uh, oh, please. How many jerks do you meet every years. day? <laughs> well, it's not just jerks. It's you know you get the you get the rando film guys too. That like they're Rambo they're, film ra- guys. Rando, Rando. <laughs> what does that mean? Though? They're just so you know random. They're very weird. Oh, they're very like not even FPP weird. Like a you know <laughs> step even more weird. Babbling away, asking for toilet paper. And you know where she's what she's gonna do with the toilet paper. Yeah. All right. How soon are you getting up here? Ten minutes. Mm. Fifteen minutes. Mm. Well. All right. I'll try to go up now. You know what? We'll do the retail roundup. Oh, okay. so I have a bunch yeah. of questions I'm going to hold back. Oh, like, excellent. Do people ask this? Do people come in for that? Do they send all the weird guys to you with film questions? Or? I shit you not. Yesterday, <laughs> I had a customer come in, and he's like, you guys got 110 film? What about 127? Oh, come on. What do you mean? Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's busting chops, right? I thought he was. No, he was dead serious. Huh. You guys don't carry the 127? No. Okay. You know where to send them, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Amazon, right? <laughs> you go to B. <laughs> <laughs> what right. topic is this? Ladies and gentlemen, Mark O'Brien. <laughs> well, I've, we've had a few episodes ago when uh, Mark D Shh. talked about his, what was a Zenit you had in? It was a little 
Range find. Start uh, over, the, Mark. Okay. The Fed one. Okay, start over. Just okay. The, uh, so, uh, ladies, okay, cut. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark O'Brien. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> it was a few episodes ago. We were we were talking. Well, Mark Dalzell was talking about his Russian Leica clone, and yeah. his film was getting caught up in it. Yeah, the and at the time, one. at the time, I wasn't thinking really straight, probably because we'd been sitting here for so long, and and my brain was fogged. And after I got home, I thought, oh man, I wonder if he put a Leica leader in that thing. And so that is one of the problems you'll find if you've got any of the old um, Russian thread mounts or a Leica thread mount camera. You've got to cut the film leader a certain way for it to go through and not get it caught up in the mechanism oh. and, and mess up on you. So um, there are, if you go online, uh, and I call these bottom loaders for the Leicas because, well, all Leicas seem to be bottom loaders, right? But the, uh, <laughs> the, the Zor- I have a Zorky 2C, which is a bottom loader, just like the Leica. And uh, I know the Fed Fives; those are fine because they don't they have a backloading um, mm-hmm. scheme, so you don't have to worry about your film leader. But if you have a bottom loader, you have to worry about your film leader. Um, you need to cut your film, and there's there are templates online. You just look up um, like a film leader template on Google, and you'll get all kinds of things. But there's a Lomography um, has a. Uh, leader trimmer template and it tells you exactly what you need to do and you can make your own out of uh, plastic sheets of film and and have the template on there and draw it up line your film up and then just cut it as needed or if you're like me i can pretty much just eyeball it and know what's what to do but that is one thing that you would need to do if you want don't want your film hanging up in your old like a thread mount camera whether it's a, a zorky or a Fed, early Feds, or um, Zenits, whatever, that have the Leica, the Leica look and then load to the bottom. The other thing you should make sure you do is cock your shutter before you change your, your shutter speed, or advance your film before you change your shutter speed, because that has to be tension, and if you do it beforehand, if you change your shutter speed when it, the film is not cocked, huh. you're, uh, you may end up springing a spring somewhere and, and being Whoa. quite disappointed with what happens. Oh. The Google. Yes, Leslie. If there's no film in it, does that rule not apply? No, it applies if you have film or not. Okay. Well, good question. Really? Yeah. So that's my little tip for your um, like, uh, and I have a, a Zorky two C I got on eBay from a Ukrainian seller for about twenty bucks, including oh, shipping. Very good. And you can't, you know, it's just so many of these cameras out there. And you have so many choices online on eBay to, to get them. And they almost, all the sellers tend to have, uh, go for one, it's got pretty good feedback. But I ordered it about less than a month later. I had it in my door, doorstep. I was going to say my doorstop. My doorstep. And uh, the, the 2C is a very nice little um, camera. It looks a lot like a, like a 3, yeah. uh, 3C or something like that, or 2C. It's got a separate rangefinder window and... And composition windows, PC connector, and it's got shutter speeds from about B to one twenty fifth to one five hundredth. Not a lot of different, not a lot of uh, stops in between, but uh, it, it's sufficient for most things. The price seems awfully cheap. Are you sure it's that cheap? Yeah. Well, it depends on the sellers. I mean, they have so many of these. I mean, what you have to look at is 
if they've got good photographs, hopefully it's the photograph of the camera they're sell- selling you. The le- I look at the lenses on the front of those things because that's the import- really important part. Sometimes they look really worn, and so when you get one, it may have a lot of little tiny scratches on the front of the front glass or whatever. But the thing is, you can pick up a different lens. This is not the lens that came with a camera. This is this one is the um, Indostar 50. That's a 39. And... Uh, <laughs> It's a 50 millimeter f 3.5, I mean, like a 39 mount. M39. Yes, M39 yeah. mount. Yeah, they're all the same. And the other thing I was going to mention about these uh, Leica or these Russian uh, Leica clones uh, with M39 or Leica 39 mounts on them, like a LTM, like a thread mount, is what they're called. Um, you, some people think just because it's a Leica thread mount, you could take it out, put it on your Leica, or uh, if you've got an, a Leica M with a screw mount adapter, that will just work just fine. And generally, for they will work fine, uh, but they won't. The, the focus will be slightly off. And there's a there's a online source resource for that. The lenses can't reliably reliably be used with Leicas unless they're stopped down to about five point six. Um, and there's something to do with the thread registration difference between the Leicas and the Rusky cameras. And so you can look that up. They can be shimmed if you want perfect, accurate focusing, but if you're probably sh- stopped down enough, you won't notice the difference unless you're looking at very, very closely. Hmm. So that's something to keep in mind, though. Just, just don't slap it on there and go, oh, I've got a F2 lens now, and you shoot at F2, and you're going to be out of focus a little bit. Did you mention that uh, the seller is in the Ukraine? Yeah, he's in the Ukraine. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of sellers, uh-huh. and some are in Turkey, some are in the Ukraine, and of course, just like a lot of things, people probably have abandoned all these beautiful old cameras yeah. and gone on to to Digiland. No, it's like finding Argus C3s in yeah, the U.S. Exactly, you can find these all over the place. Yeah. In I got Ukraine. a Fed Five from the Ukraine. Yeah, mine yeah. is too. Yeah. yeah, so generally, you know, they're they're. They're, they're sturdy cameras. I mean, gosh, they, right. they're, it lasted a long time. I'm guessing that starting in the 1990s is when they started. I mean, back in the 60s and 70s. You couldn't find these. Couldn't either. find these here. Yeah. They certainly had no eBay back then. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the 80s was uh, Cold War, yeah. so there was not a lot. If you, Like I said in the past, if you were shooting down the street, you'd get picked up by the... You'd, you'd have to go, have Joe gone McCarthy's over to, boys. like, <laughs> Germany or somewhere to pick these up right. on the street. So from, right. they would come across from somebody maybe to romania who knows well thank you very much mark you know, i You're think welcome. mark you probably said like about at least 50 times in that segment yeah which What's your reminded point? me of a song maybe you guys know it you like it if you like, you like me like i like, I like you <laughs> then we like <laughs> both the same keep going i don't know the rest do you <laughs> I like to know your name. So I didn't realize you. So you've got Jorki with the 39, and you've got that Leica, which has the M mount, and I've got my Voigtlanders, which have the 39 and the M mount on. Yeah, we have a circus here of. of, of I know. But I was, I was going to be talking about TLRs with Leslie, so we got to. You have a similar camera you'd like to talk about? Well, I don't know. Then I, I'm not talking about TLRs. If well, I, do. I mean, yeah, we could, you can talk about both. We can we can cover. We could try no to. I'm not blowing all four cameras in one episode. No, no, no. But first, yeah, we, yeah, we can. But get first, on uh, Mark, I'd like to modify here on the air your MVP camera into an official. <gasps> oh, where'd it go? Where'd I do it? Oh, here it is. So, folks listening, and it says it right on the. If you go to the, uh, oh. our st- online store, we would have what's called our uh, FPP Plastic 35. And the kind of the history of it is on our the the site where you buy the camera, 
Um, it's a camera from Detroit. It's a Ford Motor. It comes in a box that says Ford Motor oh. Company. <laughs> Matt's going to be amazed. Feel the weight of it. That's plastic? There is a... There is a plate under it to metal give it. Metal bar in it. Yeah, it's a metal bar. I've seen those to give it. Yeah. So otherwise, it's like that, that five dollars Sears camera, but <clears throat> this one's like a, a little bit heavier. It's like different than the Time classic right. Time right. magazine yeah. camera. It's not quite a scamera. Scamera. Yeah, I was filmed in it. Yep. Feels yep. like it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yep. It's got it's hot, hot shoe. shoe. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Bless you. Well, this is a mini yeah. segment. We could talk about this really uh, quick. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, but, so yeah. I found this camera in two sources. The first was from you, Mark O'Brien. You're like, hey, man, there's some lady in oh, Detroit. Somewhere in de- north of Detroit. Who had, like, a basement full of cameras. Yeah. And they were very inexpensive. Her husband must have worked for Ford Motor Company well, or What something? they did, they, they had some promotion, and they must have been involved with the... She was selling it on the behalf of someone who was involved with the promotion, I guess, because there's all this stuff. And today, they, they were in crates, in boxes, and she had basically... Several um, crates of these things, and by the time I I caught up, whether she just had one crate and part of another one left, and uh, so that's what came here. Yes, and so I don't know if the other ones got picked up by people and trying to sell them at flea markets all over, you know, who knows where for ten dollars. Uh, what happened what? is the, per- the other person that picked up the rest of them <laughs> put them on eBay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were so cheap, I bought those as well. Oh, okay. You know where those probably came So you have them all. From? Where? They were, whenever you got a credit card statement, or if you were part of Ford Motor Credit, when you would get a statement, everything was mailed. There was nothing online. There was all kinds of little offers in there. And I'll bet you that was huh. part of that. Like S&H green stampy kind of thing? No. No, just like, no. oh, You get, know what? When you send your payment in, write your check out um, for an extra nineteen ninety five. Here is a full-featured 35-millimeter camera. Like your Sports right. Illustrated football phone. Yeah. Exactly. Your exactly. Ca- your very, cam- very common. The camera is now an official FPP. Oh, I'm so happy. FPP Plastic 35. Awesome. Under this, people, folks listening who have purchased this, and there have been quite a few, if you, take, <laughs> if you take that sticker off, it says MVP under it. That's not fun. No. <laughs> Most valuable plastic. Yes. But these are from Motor City. Minimal. <laughs> you get it in the original box, yeah. and if you buy it, the FPP version, of course, you get a roll of film in the box for free. Nice. Um, how would you describe your shooting experience? Um, actually, for oh, what you've that. got in there, it's the box. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty minimalist thing. It's sort of like the time camera. Things are a little bit fuzzy, a little bit dreamy, that. and uh, I should shot ro- shot a roll of black and white in there, <clears> and uh, it was it came out looking okay. I mean, I didn't expect it to be. Leica quality. There we go again, Leica. Um, but that's word of the day. Okay. And but it was certainly in the realm of crappy cameras. It was perfect. Okay. Okay. Let's see how much it cost. Five dollars. <laughs> Nothing costs five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it is in 2011. This camera is going to perform better already with that sticker on there. I can Has tell to. you. Oh, trending. I don't know what you have or where you got it, but I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Our site comes right up when you Google FPP Plastic 35. Oh, nice. wow. That Google Go is something else. You are someone. The Google. There it is. 20 bucks. $20. With a roll of film. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. And a case. You get, oh, you get the Ford Motor uh, box. You get the faux leather uh, pleather leather. <laughs> case. <laughs> you get a lens cap with a little... 
If you don't put that away, <laughs> a little four. You get the lens cap. I didn't realize we were back on the air yet. You get the you get a little note from me that says th- either throw away the lens cap or use it only for storage. Do you know how many times I've shot with like a Holga type uh, camera oh, right. and shot a blank roll because yeah. the cap's on? Yeah, the dark didn't get out. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that, Mark? Uh, I oh. used to. I, had, I used to have a Contax G1 or, or G2, whatever. I guess Auto G1. One, yeah. And my daughter, I was shooting with it. My daughter, since it's a rangefinder, you don't realize that the lens cap's on. My daughter's looking at me. She goes, "Dad, the lens cap's on." And I'm supposed to be the photographer guy at the time. Right. It's like, duh. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't just tell anybody. No. Uh, the FPV Plastic 35. Also, because I just loaded. Where did it go? Oh, I just loaded it. It's a little tough to load. Mm, yeah. the, the film like pops off the you gotta it's hold hard. It, down. it may depend on the film you got in it too well I took the film and I trimmed it so it's a longer tail okay it was much easier okay yeah but you know for 20 bucks it's a fun little camera yeah. where are we here oh November 1st you know it's Christmas time and oh gift time you know it's gift time and if you're a real cheapskate, <laughs> this is a fun little <laughs> gift or just freaking desperate at this point right you know nice little gift yeah. anyhow when we come back we're going to read a letter and then go into another topic. How exciting. There's a great shot. Get that. What you got the GAF Super 8? Yeah, wonderful. Is it loaded? Yeah. Now, you got to be very quiet because they're very temperamental. One of them's sensitive about his ears. The other's very touchy about his side. Now, just aim it and start shooting. Don't worry about the exposure. There's an electric eye in there. It takes care of all that. GAF Super 8's got a zoom lens. You know how to use it? Uh-huh. Okay, now zoom into close-up. Sweetheart, look at Daddy! Enjoy your color slides as never before with new Perutz color film. Brilliant natural colors, wide exposure latitude. Yes, now with new exclusive plastic mounts for better slide projection. Perutz, now processed faster than any other film. Perutz. Uh, who has a letter handy? Oh, Matt. Oh, do um, I get there's this one? letters. Yeah, kind of. a letter. Well, Dalzell has a ton of letters. Can I handle this one? I can read a letter. Well, you, well, you proved Yeah, okay. Me. Hey, we're back. Hey. Uh, here's a letter. <laughs> yes? I'm just going to read the one on the top of the pile. Okay. <clears throat> I hope there's more than that. Uh, Hi, you got a message from Win <laughs> Shutin. It is pronounced Win Shutin. The past years, I've come to love film photography. The podcast is very interesting and always gets me fired up to shoot and develop some film. It's a great process, a lot of fun to be doing something with your hands after having spent so much time on the computer. But what perhaps I loved about it the most was how cheap all the equipment was. That's what I love. Got a Pentax K1000 for 30 euros. Sweet! And later an enlarger for that amount of money as well. Got some very beautiful shots without breaking the bank. But when I looked for light meters or other faster lenses, things got expensive fast. I did manage to find a... Gossen Luna Pro <laughs> which measures all the way down to negative minus 4 EV but it uh, takes older mercury batteries but thankfully, thankfully found a local guy who still makes battery adapters um, and also made a guide if you want to make them yourself if you want the link is http www.buhla.de slash foto Slash. Well, come on. Well, you can cut it out if you want. B a t t dash a d a p t dash u s dot pdf. There. Slow that down. I'm type sorry. it in. Can you say that again? <laughs> no. 
So now, for 40 euros total, I get an accurate light meter which, looks, which works in low light conditions. But the problem for night photography is still a faster lens since my current one only goes down to f4. Well, tripod. Tripod. Get a freaking tripod. The cheapest f1.4 lens I find on eBay about 70 euros, Ooh. which I still found rather expensive. Yes, it is. What is there for a frugal person who still wants a good fast lens? Get an adapter ring so I can fit other lenses onto the Pentax K mount. If another lens system has a good lens, cheaper. Do these adapters work well, or should I just get a native lens and save up for a good one? Tripod. Tripod. Yeah, but yeah. he's got. He's Sticks, only got an F4. As Matt would say he could. He could all. You could. At one point four. Mm. There's like a big jump in price. There is. You yeah. could get it at one point seven or an F two. Yeah, the one point seven is pretty common. Those, those are gimmies. fifteen to twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah. So get a one point seven. That's easy, um, and it's almost as good as a one four, and a tripod, and faster film. Really fast. Uh, I don't know who this is from, but whoever this is from, you'll know this is from you. But you know we love you anyway, because I'm guessing that this is a person who's been listening for a very long time. Now, this is from World Bridge. It says here, World Bridge from Japan, Ooh. North Las Vegas, Nevada, the package. There's no huh? listener letter attached. Oh, maybe there is a little note. Oh, Japanese oh, Kit Kats. Japanese Kit Kats. There may be a letter. A note in here. Let me see. That I gave to Matt What kind this. you got? Strawberry? We got wasabi. Oh, can I have wasabi? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Matt, glance through your letters and see if maybe there isn't one that talks about yeah. So pretty much all of these are good except for soy sauce. Soy sauce <laughs> is like, it's, it's pretty Awful. bad. The wasabi's good, though. It's, like, it's got that, it's the vanilla base. Yeah. It's it not spicy, though. A little spicy. They're all written in Japanese, though. So. Oh, there's sake. Oh, this is the strawberry cheesecake. Mmm, really? I'll try a strawberry, strawberry cheesecake. Sakura and roasted soybean. You see, I just I need to introduce well, some yeah. sh- well, sugar yeah. substance, and everything Sake. just goes to hell. Exactly. I'm dying here with this Sake coffee. Oh, yes. I'm struggling. And plain. But is but that is there, there anything the chocolatey over there? No. Anything chocolatey? It's literally all chocolate. Um, like, what's the chocolatey? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, folks listening. That is so strange. If you want to buy for yourself or buy for us, wow. you can go to World Bridge from Japan, North Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm sure they're online. All right, so uh, Mark Dalzell, did you have a camera similar to the Zorky that kind of ties in? Mm, similar in that it's it, it's got a similar lens mount. It's just I happen to notice that Mark over there, my distinguished colleague across the table, <laughs> has the Zorky which got Where? which has the M thirty nine lens right behind you. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he's got his Leica which has the M the M mount, and I happen to have in front of me on the table. Ooh. I have to say, my two newest cameras I own, which are Voigtlander Besses, the uh, the Besser rangefinders. These came out in 2000. They were actually produced by Cassina. Sort of interesting, the Voigtlander name kind of went defunct in the 70s, <clears throat> and they, no one had even been keeping up the trademark on the name. And Cassina came along in the late 90s and, for nothing, basically recommandeered the Voigtlander name and came out with these two cameras. Um, the uh, best R, the best I have the best R and the best T. The original, uh, you know, to be specific, I have the original version of the best R, which has the M thirty nine lens mounts on it. Joe, Mama these le- these cameras are <laughs> so good. I read a review of these cameras, and it, and basically what they were comparing <laughs> these two were: imagine if Kia came out with a car that could beat a Ferrari on the racetrack. Like Cosina came out of nowhere with these two cameras. The Shutters are amazing. It has dual shutters in it. 
the light it has light built-in light meters. It has it has um, selectable masks depending on what lens you have on the front. They feel good. They feel solid. The shutters in them are excellent. I just I don't think this one. No, this doesn't have film in it. Um, they just feel good. They look good. They sound good. Have an FPP sticker on them. I like that. Yeah, my R. This one I have beat the crap out of. I use this one a lot. Um, that's got the FPP sticker on the front. So this is the, this has got the uh, the 39 mount on it. I mean, I could I could go back and be more technical in it. Let me find my notes. Uh, Mark, that's so, a nice camera. Have you ever shot with it? <laughs> Can you get film for that? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, John. John, what what is the name of this camera? Mark's holding. It's a Joe Mama Besser. <laughs> <laughs> or it's. He's got the best tea. I don't know which way to turn. You remember that? Oh, song? Of course. No. His bestes are sweet. That's cameras. just oh, a yeah? joke yeah. from Minecraft. Yeah. I just shoot with an R4M uh, a couple years back. Yeah. So this sweet. is the original R. Yeah. This is the R0, the R1. But yeah, they came out in 2000. Um, the, the the R and the T. It's sort of a cool little pair. They're sort of like fraternal twins. They're essentially the same camera. So a lot of the specs are exactly the same between the two of them. Well, we'll get to the, we'll get to the accept, <laughs> but um, they both have the, the uh, double focal plane shutter. Shutter speed's from uh, bulb up to a 2,000th. Flash sync at 125. It's got a hot shoe on it as well as a PC. And they have uh, TTL metering on them. Now, here's the differences. The reason that I tend to use my R, the TTL metering, you've got your, your rangefinder window... Uh, has the t- t- has the meter inside the rangefinder window? You light that up by giving it a little half press, and it's got a super clear rangefinder. It's got a huge viewfinder, and it's got a really easy to read light meter, which is red arrow, red arrow, green dot. So you know mm-hmm. uh, when you're in there. It's uh, aperture priority. You just thread this off. You can stick whatever lens you have on it. I've got four or five different M39 lenses that I use with it. Um, I currently have on it the uh, 50 millimeter, 52. Yeah, 50, 50 millimeter to Jupiter 8, so one of my Russian lenses. But it's very easy to use. On the top, it has a little switch that changes the mask that you're looking through. So right now I have it set to 50 because I've got a 50 millimeter lens. You can switch it to the 30 slash 90 view, or you can switch it to the 75 view. Uh, and whatever lens you're using, like if you're using something longer than 90, you'll just have to sort of take a guess. But the fact that you can select it within the viewfinder is pretty cool. Bessa T, everything that I've said so far is the same up until this has a rangefinder window only. Your light meter is external, so you'll, you, can, you can meter the scene. Oh, look at that. You basically wow. meter the scene without holding it up to your eye. Your lens cap's on. <laughs> your lens cap's <laughs> on. Oh, it's too dark. I was going to say, it's too dark in here anyway. It's dark in here. Yeah. Come on, yeah, come, on. come on. Point it out at a freaking light. And uh, <laughs> so it's got an external. And then your framing... You have these little snap-on uh, viewfinders on the top. I kind of hate these things. But the nice thing about them is... They look cool. They look kind of fun. Space age. But the, the framing is exactly right. Oh. So if I'm putting a 105-millimeter lens on it, and I put the 105-millimeter bubble on top, I know it's going to mm-hmm. be right. So right now I've got a 40-millimeter lens, and I've got the 40-millimeter bubble on top. But it's, I'm always afraid putting it in my bag. I'm going to snap this off or do something to it. I only have two of the M-mount lenses. Luckily, one of the ones I have is a 40-millimeter 1.4, which is Ooh, awesome sweet. lens. I love this lens. Um, but it's a little more complicated to use. So you'll, you, you know, first you use your light meter to meter the scene. Then you put it up to your eye to get the rangefinder lined up right. And then you move it to the third viewfinder or the second viewfinder to actually take the shot. So it's a little more labor-intensive. 
which is why my Bessa T is in such nice shape because I I rarely use it, unfortunately. A but lot of rangefinder guys that have both cameras, the R and the T, the T will usually be set up as like they're super wide angles, so they'll put like a 21 on there with the mm. viewfinder, and they'll just kind of have everything set up and ready to go, so they're just out and shooting, and yeah, that's a good boom, idea. they don't have to worry about like, yeah, futzing with the metering. Wide angle lenses take a lot of the guesswork out of yeah. it, don't they? There you go. And yeah, like that. 21mm <laughs> f4. Gorge. That's my other M mount lens I've got. The lens mount, is it common with other brands? It is. Well, so they, they are both the, the Leica, Leica mount. So the, the, the Bessa R, my Bessa R, the, the original R, is the LTM, what uh, Mark was just talking about, which is the Leica thread mount. The uh, T is the Leica M mount. So that's the bayonet, like the more modern bayonet mount. Between the two of them, or between the whole series of them, because the R's. They came out with the R2, the R3, the R4. So once you start with the R2, they switched over to the M mount as well. So I think all the later ones. I, don't, I think only the original R was the, uh, was the 39 mount. Some interesting bits of trivia. Oh, oh, yes. The Bessa R, when this came out in 2000, it was the first system 35-millimeter rangefinder ever produced that was not like a Zeiss Nikon or Canon. Not one of the big guys. Or Olympus. We're stunned. <laughs> system? I'd call the pen a system. All right, all right. Mm. So I'll put an asterisk next to that one. So default, <laughs> yes, next one. The Bessa R is the first regular production LTM rangefinder ever with TTL metering. Yeah. I can believe Got that. Got you there, huh, Leslie? Yeah. Aha! Sure does. Yeah. Suck on that! <laughs> Um, I'm cowering. <laughs> it was the first quality. Uh, so again, there's a lot of little, dis- you know, a lot of little qualifiers. The first quality uh, LTM 35 millimeter rangefinder made in three decades since the death of the Canon 7S. Whatever, that's a quality. They're ca- calling the Zerky quality. Well, that's a, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, what do you call, what do you consider quality? And then this one's sort of interesting historically. Introduced in 1931 on the Leica standard, the uh, the LTM L39 mount was the first standardized lens mount for 35mm cameras. With the Bessa R, it establishes a record as now the oldest 35mm mount still being manufactured. So it's been in production for 80 years, which is pretty cool, almost 90 years. And uh, is this can- is this company still around or defunct? Or? Casina is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't, uh, I don't know if they've used the Voigtlander name on anything recently but they, they're making lenses for the mirrorless cameras you have yeah. a question. Oh, I'm sorry leslie has the talking cube <laughs> <laughs> so what would we expect to pay for those today should we go over to the bay or visit matt uh i don't or know matt. what matt's got them for the 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 r the r zero i'll call it the original r uh the body is going for two to three hundred the uh, m39 lenses you can get right. a jupiter lens or whatever for 20 30 bucks mm-hmm. Um, depending on how fast you want or how long you want it to be, and the Bessa T is about 150 to 200. No for the kidding. Buck. Yeah, I think that's a lot of bang for the buck. It's amazing. Yeah, if if I was a Leica shooter and I had my five thousand dollar whatever, this is the one I would take to the beach with me. I mean, no offense to Casina, but the fact that you can get this for 200 bucks, mm-hmm. they're great. You know, take it camping, take it to the beach. It's amazing. It's the shutters are great, feels great, the light meter works great. Put. Two or three rolls through the, my T, I probably put 20 rolls through the R. This one I use, it's got film in it right now. I was shooting it today. I use this all the time. If you get them in, Matt, do they go out pretty quick? Uh, we actually hardly ever see them in. We see far more Leicas uh, just because there's more collectors sure. kind of in, in the Midwest. More for them. produced, too. But the but, hardcore yeah. shooters, 
they probably they don't give theirs up. They just hold on Got to it. them because it's kind of their their beater camera. They test their new Leica lenses on it. It's it's just a good walk around camera. Huh. Now you know they're not as quiet on the shutter. That's one thing. Yeah, so your your hardcore street guys, yeah. uh, they're they're embarrassed if they have the Voigtlander <laughs> and, and Leica lenses on it. But for everybody else, it's it's an awesome awesome series to get started. And they are they load through the back, not the bottom, which mm-hmm. is nice. Even the one that takes the LTMs. So Matt, you mentioned guys on the street like a quiet shutter. Yeah. Do guys on the street they don't want anyone to hear the snap of a shutter? Well, if they're if they're shooting street, if that's like their thing, if they're doing festivals, events, or or just yeah, any kind of street lifestyle, they they want to be silent, incognito, yeah, exactly. incognito. Yeah. Wow. Silent you get a lot of street deadly. street shooters in Midwest where you work. Um, we used to get a lot more walk-ins when we were still uh, right on the main drag. Mm-hmm. Now that we're like off the highway, we get more like I don't know. I feel like we get more collectors now, which is kind of cool. So. It's it's really interesting. We've been, you know it's we're about a year and a half in at the new location, which is right off the highway. So now we have all these like collectors yeah. and stuff coming in. So we actually have probably the largest collection of Leica LTM and M mount stuff that we've ever had. Wow. We have like a whole case. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's great. That's cool. Very good, uh, Mark. Nice. Are, are, have you is that anything else on the Joe Mama Besser cameras? I invested all our money in consolidated Fujiyama, California smog bags. No, I, I love it. I highly recommend them. It's one of my f- yeah. top ten favorite cameras, which Very is saying good. something. <laughs> and just folks listening, you may say, who is Joe Mama Besser? I believe Joe Besser was... He the last Curly Joe of the Stooges. No, he wasn't the last. He was sure? in be- No, the, la- the last was Curly Joe. Oh, really? Yes. Joe, Joe Besser... Was in be- before? Oh my God, Curly! But wasn't oh. Joe Besser also stinky on the Adam and yes, Costello he was. show? <gasps> hey, stinky! Come here. Hello, Louis. Hey, do me a favor. What do you want me to do? Look, I got. Oh no, no, you know, I, I always do something for you, and I never get nothing for it. And it's just like a kid. Don't argue now, kids. Now look, stinky. I want you to do me a favor. You take these flowers and you give them to Hillary. And I want to tell you something else. Hillary's father is in there with her. He just come up from the country, and he's got a lot of money. Now, if you give these flowers to Hillary. I know her father will give you a nice big tip. Are you sure now? He played a like a boy. Who, Ad, a Adam man and Costello, who like a boy, like a boy with like the short pants, <laughs> and he would say he, o- so he was Lou's nemesis. It, yeah, he would always get. It was in- his Newman. That's kind of where uh, Seinfeld, I think, got the uh, idea for Newman. So Costello would be just walking down the street, and they'd be like. Joe Besser as a child with like a like a candy pop and a big bow tie and a crazy hat. <laughs> and how would they enter? How would they, they get they into would, they, they would persecute one another, right? It was always Stinky though. Stinky would say something stupid to Lou, and Lou would have to try and be polite, but always, you know, right. Ended up going to his level. Ah, memories. Ah, very good. Well, thank you, Mark. Sure. And when we come back, I'm going to talk very briefly, very briefly about the canoscopic. Mostly talk about loading the can of what. Scoopic. Oh, that's right. Because today, I'm going to show you guys. You guys are like, oh my God, look at the size of it. Uh, I'm, because the whole gang is here, we're going to shoot, uh, you know, get a group shot of us. But I'm going to shoot a moving portrait. Huh? I'm going to shoot a moving portrait. It's going to move them into tears. (laughs) We're going to stay still like it's a a, uh, still. Yes. But Justin is is going to press the shutter so it'll be a moving shot. Oh. I'll explain when we come back. Yeah, please do. So you're a big fan of the Abbott and Costello show. You've got who's on first memorized. You can do the hat thing and the tie thing, too. You can spot Mr. Fields in every episode, in every role. 
But there's one thing you don't know. One mystery you can't explain. A terrifying fact about Abbott and Costello no one can explain. Stinky. Where did Stinky come from? Why won't Stinky stop hitting Lou? Who is this freakish portly man-child and why is he called Stinky? An unsolved mystery. The Abbott and Costello Show premieres June 1st at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Only in TV Land. What is it, Cousin Mo? Get some more champagne. I can't, I'm busy. Well, drop what you're doing and get it. Okay, if you say so. Oh, oh, oh. Why don't you look where you're going? You overstuffed baloney. Well, I, I, I took those photos. I should get some of that. You tell anybody you took those photos. Ooh. And I'll break every bone in your head. Ooh. 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 Do that again. Again. You do everything I tell you to. Hey, we're back. Wow. Uh, this is a what is can- that? This is a Canon Scupic 16 millimeter motion picture camera. You're holding it upside down. No, I'm holding it right side up. It looks upside down because you put your hand through here oh. like this. Oh. And you hold it. And the film loads on the bottom. Well, I'm going to show you because I'm actually going to load it. Wow. Ooh. In daylight. Awesome. Well, we're actually. Did it come with that really nice red lens cap? It did. The red, uh, lens, it, the red lens cap is nice. It is. That looks like a gigantic piece of glass on it the front like of it. Uh-huh. Now, this is, uh, you can't change the lens. This is Canon glass. Looks like an FD lens, yeah. Yeah, it's nice and sharp. Um, you can manually set your f stops if you want. I don't. I just put it on auto. Uh, now, w- when you're shooting no. movies, of course, if you're moving in and out of light, the, sh- the, the, the f-stop will, you know, dip down, open, you mm, know. That's a pain. Yes, Leslie. Let's go back to the basics. Yes. What film type does, size does this take? Thank you. <laughs> this takes... 127. This, <laughs> this motion picture camera takes a 100-foot roll of 16-millimeter film. Cool. 100 max? 100 feet max. Max. And it, in. it has no. There's and no opportunity to put a no lo- fifty millimeter or fifty or foot four hundred cassette or no whatever, sir. But no. Now 100. this loads. The, I'm going to show you loads right in the camera. Excuse me. Uh, most motion picture cameras have what's called a magazine yes. that attaches yeah. on top, usually on top. Yes. That would hold four hundred feet of film. Yeah. Whoa. Which is eleven minutes. This holds one hundred feet, which is about three minutes. Now, I've shot a lot with it this past summer. I bought this from uh, uh, a seller on Facebook. He just posted in like a, a 16, 8 millimeter group. Hey, I'm selling my Scoopic. And I was completely intrigued because all of my years shooting motion picture film, I never knew this model existed. Nope, never saw it. I mean, John and I went through film school, Bolex, mm-hmm. and the uh, Rflex cameras, yep. and the CP16, and all these crazy cameras, the infamous Russian camera, which we never shot with. Uh, it was way too hard to load. Yes. And, like, why don't we know about this? Was uh, this meant to, like, be for home movies no. or something? This is meant to be professional. This grade. is used by news crew oh. who would be hanging. They'd be strapped in and hanging out of the side of a helicopter, shooting traffic. <laughs> or uh, for a lot of documentary filmmakers, we use this what's what's called B-roll, mm-hmm. which means uh, shots that you don't need sound for. Because let's see if we could hear this thing. It's loud, huh? Not that bad. I would call that smooth, yeah. like a muted, yeah, it did sound. smooth. That's a good. 
It's not that loud. Yeah. Like if you can get like a uh, electric this you know plugged into the wall, you could like lull yourself to sleep. <laughs> so the only thing that John and I will know be like, oh yeah, remember when? Is remember we used to load our Bolexes? Yes. Like we'd be shooting a student film. And I think I've gotten so used to loading film in a dark room that even yeah. this, this, you know, let's unleash it. Here's the insides of the guts, so to speak. Daylight and spools. What you have is, yes, you have a what's known as a daylight spool. Mm-hmm. And folks that load their own 35mm uh, film, you know, in a day loader, you know, who, who roll their own 35 for still photography may be aware of a daylight spool, which is a metal... Metal. Completely black spool. That's 35. Here's the 16 version of it. And it's called a daylight spool because you can load it in the daylight. Just load this in the daylight. Oh, Sheldon. Amazing. And we used to load the Bolexes. We'd be on our, you know, (laughs) shitty set or outside in someone's backyard. Usually outside. You step into the shade. Had no lights. And you just, like, load your camera, lickety split. You didn't think anything of it. So, my Bolex is currently broken, which is probably why I bought this. I just wanted to get back into motion picture work, and I have been shooting... I, I'm not going to call shooting you guys' band a lot of nothing. It's not. Oh, thank you. It's, it's <laughs> to our face. <laughs> it's very exciting to me. So, I've shot your new... By the way, folks listening, the smooth sailors have broken up. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it has met him. It's like uh, it's like a uh, caterpillar metamorphosizing yes. into. Because oh, I supported them on on uh, Kickstarter. Am I not going to get my last <laughs> nope. CD? Your album? It's <laughs> yeah, <gone. laughs> it's already been spent on beer. <laughs> so the Pink Delicates, which is John Fidelli and Kevin Neblong, diehard FPPers will know Kevin because mm-hmm. he's been here. Yes. Uh, have grouped together with Mark Dalzell. And rotating cast of people. And, oh, I. Will who, come in. Like who? Who comes in? Uh, people will come in from. Who? Time who has come in? Uh, <laughs> nobody yet, but people will. <laughs> what? Okay. We just had. We just did him. He just said. <laughs> okay. That's great. People That's will. Happening. In the future, people will come in. Uh, can I come in? No. No. Uh, I can come <laughs> yes, in? Yes, you can come in. I have, have to play, though. Oh, I'll, no, I have some kind of makeshift song. You do. In what did you do on that one song? You were like, uh, oh no, I was doing um, like rumbling or something. I don't recall. All right, well, it's all falling apart, folks. All right, all right. So the film. Right, load that camera. You could today buy fresh, new from Kodak. Fresh. Sixteen or FPP online store also sells sixteen millimeter, one hundred foot loads. Sixteen millimeter film, hundred foot loads. Kodak makes double um, X. Tri-X, Kodak Vision 350D, 200T, 500T. You guys following all this? I am. I'm taking notes. So the reason I'm talking about this is because I'm going to load this. Not in, I probably should close this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's daylight spools, but let's not get cocky. Right. I'm going to load a spool of film into the Canon Scoopic. Now, if you're shooting older film... If you're shooting new film, there's only sprockets on one side these days, John. Single perf? Really? Single perf. 
Really? Back when we were shooting, it was double, double perf. perf. So well, this, this perf. camera... Does that give you more viewing uh, area? Or yes, it does. Same, but just one perf. Yes, because if you have a camera that is called Super 16, yes. which we shot the film Shockorama, Brett Piper movie, on Super 16. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, folks who sell this say... Yeah, oh, by the way, it shoots 4x3, which means it's shooting a square image. Square, yeah. mm-hmm. Fairly square. Like four TV. Tube TV. TV. Tube yeah. TV, TV size. size. So the film camera, which I own, the Araflex 16SR, we sent out to be refitted. They converted it to Super 16. Is that right? That's right, John. Back in the day. Back in the day, about 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. So that when we shot Shakarama, it was shot widescreen. Shakarama. So what do they have to do for that? They have to like change the gate. Or yes. Something? Yeah. yeah. It's remarkable. You still Crazy. have that camera kicking around? I do. It's not kicking around. So over there, I charge the batteries. I just haven't gotten gotten to shooting it yet. This is an Aeroflex 16 SR one. That it's single SR stands for single silent reflex. reflex. Oh really? I, I don't know that for sure, folks. I think totally it's it's it like you know like a kitten purse it's like <laughs> like you could shoot sound with it. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's oh. a sweet nice camera John. You've shot with it. Yes. With uh, John has made a remarkable transition my friends listening. I've met uh, more proposed. When I first <laughs> met you you were writing directing you had nothing to do with technical. No. And then you transitioned into actually handling gear and by the time we were actually shooting motion pictures yeah. you were the guy shooting. Yeah. Well, I had very good ACs, though, which is the key assistant to any, camera. Any, any cameraman's success. The assistant camera does a lot of work. He does all, the, all I do is throw it on my, cam- on my shoulder, and the shot's over. They take it. So right. It's like a glorified <laughs> position. Yeah. I frame up the shot for you. So much. because this only takes single per film, if you buy a large roll, 400 feet roll of film, and you cut it yourself into these 16-millimeter, uh, uh, 100-foot daylight spools... The perf may be on the wrong side. Oh, jeez. So then you have to just go back into your dark oh, room geez. and B-roll it back. Hi, Edith. So if you have rewinds, which I have, yeah. you could do it pretty, like, in a second. If you're doing it by hand, it's misery. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So here is a roll of um, 500T. Uh, this is film that I received from um, Mike Caputo. It was recanned film from a commercial shoot. The only thing it said on it was Swedish. Swedish? It said that was the name of the project. Oh. Could have been Swedish fish. Who do you know? We don't know what it was. Could be. Could be. Who's boo- who's boo- booping? Me, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's a nice sound. It's okay. So, Just here it is. It's all ready to go. I, did, I, I rolled this from a 400-foot roll of film onto a 100-foot roll of film. So, no, did go- you roll it the wrong way the first time? I did. I came to your band rehearsal... Oh, I everything except for one roll was rolled backwards, which means I couldn't load it into the, the camera. Stoops. <laughs> in fact, I'm looking where are the, per- oh, the perks on the bottom. So let's see. So you got to put the film into the camera. Everyone okay? We're cool. Thank you for your patience, by the way. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. This is not, you know, this is not very exciting. No. I've had. A- <laughs> Thank you, Mark. I've had a hard time. Getting Mark Dalzell excited about this. And you should be. <clears throat> Once you see what I shot of the band, you're going to be like, oh my God, that's so freaking cool. Yeah, when are we going to see it? Well, what uh, do I need to shoot? You, I got you. I just say, hey, Mike, come shoot my daughter's dance recital. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this goes dead, man. 
<laughs> I said I said actually said disco's here, and John said disco's dead. So that goes there. Now I gotta you gotta press gotta, <laughs> gotta press the first brush all your crumbs into the gate. You need to put like Cachaturian saber dance or something behind when this. Really exciting I, music. When John and I were grunts on those NYU shoots, remember those miserable shoots? I was just thinking about one yesterday. Yeah, there were. I mean, they were just. These kids were, they, they weren't cool like us. No, they were totally They cool. were so nerds and so uptight. uptight. We corrupted them, though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but right after their shot, and they would say in the most annoying, check the gate, check the gate. But the way yeah. they would say it. It was just so unnecessary. Yes. The way they approached it. You know how you see uh, in old movies or a home movie, you'll see a little squiggly in the, mm. in the picture? A hair. That means a hair or piece of dust is in the gate of the camera when the <laughs> film is going through the camera 24 frames per second. So that's why they would annoyingly say, Check the gate! Check the gate! And what, did you, what was your answer back? Well, John and I were grunts. We didn't say a damn thing. We you just, didn't even give the kid a chance at that point? Oh, no, not at that. That was way before that. I was never AC. But they would pace nervously oh, until they got the clear, that the gate was clear. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, gate's clear. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to attempt to load this. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, it's kind of difficult. Matter of fact, John, can you press this button right here? Which button? This here. I'll okay. say press it, and I'll say let go. Okay, press it. Let go. How'd I do, boss? The camera loaded itself. That's oh, sweet. Awesome. With only the help of two people. <laughs> and me just staring Using nothing but like two <laughs> adult males, it loaded itself. So now that... The camera <laughs> is loaded. You take the take-up spool. You thread the film into the take-up spool, and then you, you know, do the thing here. <laughs> Get it on the take-up spool, and you put your spool on in the camera. Do the thing. Do the thing. And now it's loaded. Oh, that's beautiful. So how much do you have to burn once you put the case back on to make sure that you're... Well, thank you for asking, okay. John. That's the reason why I'm doing what I'm calling a moving portrait. Because the f- first portion of this film is ex- like mm-hmm. sort of exposed, mm-hmm. but not really. It's not so Light leaked. It's light leaked. So the first few frames of our moving portrait are going to have a beautiful, orangey light leak. Yeah. <laughs> And it's going to be cool. That very retro Instagram-y... I'm surprised there was not a leader put on it. Just to give you... Those would have been originally manufactured with a leader. No leader. But it's no leader. Yeah. Well, he rolled it himself, though. No yeah. court, no leader. No, none of that. I mean, oh, even, Su- even Super 8 and Cartridge doesn't have a leader. No yep. leader. No. The leader's put on by the processor. Correct. Who puts the leader on so that you're, back in the day your dad could load up a projector and then not curse. My dad. When yeah. got I got burned. Did your dad used but, to do a cursing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you think I learned? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so now the camera's loaded. And the reason I did all this now is because, you know, time flies. And before, before you know, John's going to be like, Fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> now, what I did learn over the summer when I shot my godson's birthday party. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, MSL's son, KSL. What, what, where were they? Where were they? Outside. Oh, just out backyard park. Backyard back- pool party, party pizza mm-hmm. party. Yeah. I had my Canuck Scoopic. And there's, not horrible, but there's light leaks. Because 
I've been shooting band practice, which is in a cave. Yeah. And there's not, you know, artificial lights, but in the Braid light. bold sunlight. Where'd it come through? So uh, you got to tape this, it? You need to tape up. And this, this rule applies to, like, any camera, mm-hmm. old-timey camera that we've talked about, or let's say your Holga. You need to... Uh, go to the FPP store and buy a $30 roll of tape. We're going to talk yeah. about that tape. We are. It's a, it's light, tight, black tape made by Scotch. And you tape up the seams of your camera so that you're not all like light. Unless you want that. On all the low-budget independent films, all the magazines were always taped whenever they yes. swapped out. Especially back in the day, we used to rent cameras mm-hmm. from, a, from a, you know, a place in New York. So those cameras went out so frequently. They beat, yeah. Yeah, they're beaters. No that, doubt. especially the ones, you know, the classic uh, Ari BL with the Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were from the fifties or sixties. Questionable. Yeah, the ones we got from Mick Cribben. You'd need to tape tape those up, and we always did. And the same process sort of applies. It's a little bit different for if you have, a, if, in case you want to, you're saying yourself. Wow, I really want to shoot 16 millimeter. Let's listen to how many people out there are saying that. (laughs) Nobody. Uh, If you have a Bolex camera, it's the same. You load the same. What was the camera that the Snigs had that Spencer built that ridiculous baffle for? Uh, The Snigs had a uh, Aeroflex S. Was it a BL? No, no, it was a 35 millimeter. S oh my God! That was not designed to shoot sound. No. So Spencer Snig, out of like f- fiberglass <laughs> and fiberglass, built uh, what's called a blimp. Yes, the blimp goes on the camera that silences the motor noise, so you could shoot sound. But he built it around built his, the whole camera. <laughs> he built his own, so that it had handheld things that were made out. Oh jeez! And you know, I remember one day we we're like shooting, and he's got like this, and his brother Zach goes, "How's it looking, Spencer?" And as he took his eye away from the viewfinder, it was all scratched up <laughs> from the fiberglass, like poking oh around his eyes. Like, okay, looks good. <laughs> like, what are these guys doing? It's insane. We're talking about the Snig brothers. Uh, they they made such films recently as Beaster Sunday, oh. which you could watch on Hulu. Yeah, Beaster Sunday. I'm in that one. It, well, you can go on Hulu right now and watch Beaster Sunday. <laughs> I forgot John Fidelli's in it. Play the mayor. <laughs> you mean a female horse? But back in the Your day, age. have you ever heard see, when when the Snig Brothers were shooting film? Yeah. Have you ever seen Zach get? Furious never at Spen- Spencer for when he calls cut of keep rolling like you never saw oh that? oh when he would keep rolling they would not they would not waste a frame of film I I remember I had to give Zach once twenty dollars to do a second take <laughs> <laughs> for real I'm like I'm like I need to do a second take he's like no it was fine I'm like dude I, no we need to do a second take I'm like I will give you twenty dollars if you let me do a second take he's like okay I gave him twenty bucks <laughs> to an actor. do a second take. <laughs> And you were doing nothing. Te- you were just acting. I was just acting. I was like, that was horrible. How can you use that in your films? That's Which film I, was that? Which film was, was that? Probably Blood Bullets and Buffoons. <laughs> that is going to get remastered. Is it? Yes. Or you, was that the one where you played the art dealer? I play, no. What one was that? It was that movie. Uh, that might have... Oh, I don't know. They used the Comcast studio? Yeah. And they set it up as an art yes. gallery with yes. the Snig Brothers' mother's paintings. Yes. Oh, Which God. are insane. <laughs> They're very surreal. Blood bullets and buffoons was originally called blood bullets and boobs. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> boobs, because the the characters in it are complete boobs. Yeah. 
but because uh, one of because the because of Andrew Dice Clay, no, everybody <laughs> thinks of boobs as boobs. No, now. because he hired Amy Lynn Baxter, a penthouse pet, mm. to be in it. Because this filmmaker Zach always had a mind like, oh, how am I going to sell this? Sex. Yeah, but there's no sex in the movie. No, it's just the insinuation of sex. But when I distributed that early, early on, the distributors insisted I change the name. Hmm. So we changed it to Blood Bulls Buffoons, which is not as good. Well, over time, it's become... So I'm thinking remastering it, maybe we should... Put the boobs back in. (laughs) Thank you. Put the boobs back in. Okay. So we're going to find out. But I'm going to retransfer the 16-millimeter camera original... And then Zach, the director, is going to re-edit it wow. from scratch. Oh my god! And the reason I well, could have pretty much camera edited because he you. doesn't have that <laughs> much extra footage. <laughs> the reason I could afford to do this is because Zach shoots so little film, one take. The Jeez. cuts are so abrasive sometimes. So that the I mean, for a feature film, it's just three little pizza boxes of film. Yeah. That's it. So well, very exciting stuff. This Spe- has speaking been, of pizza boxes, yeah. and you know what, folks? Pizza. You're not going to believe this. It's time to go. Yeah. Call the pizza guy. You really want me to do it on the show? Call the pizza guy. (laughs) For real? You said you were going to. Yeah. I thought you already ordered it. Let's see if New Jersey pizza guys have attitude. And then the (sighs) listeners can listen for the two weeks it takes for it to be delivered. (laughs) (laughs) Because we will have it. All right. You guys promise not to make any noises. Um, Okay. Okay. Can you swear? I swear. Pinky swear. I never break a pinky swear. Ask my kids. This guy's going to be all New Jersey like, yo, what do you want? I never break a swear. Ask my kids, just not dating. Okay, and we're going to get a pepperoni pizza and a pie with everything. Everything. I'm going to tell them, can we make them both a little crispy? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I don't like sloppy pizza. I'm sure this is going to be a big nothing. Uh, Well, we're going to find out. Uh, we're ordering from John's Pizza in Fairlone, New Jersey. It's going to ring into John Videlli's phone. (laughs) Let's see. Contacts. Yeah, what do you want? Jay. I'm making the dough. I think they're a little more tense. I think at night they're a little grouchier. Well, it's very busy. Right yeah. now they're probably... You're just ordering a pizza. Going. I don't understand what the what the drama is. Well, you don't... What's the problem? You, you don't live you, in Jersey. You don't live in, like, Sopranos land. No. He disrespected that being. I want to sit down. You don't ever... Do you ever hear the, the Sopranos? Just order the pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, I'm so hungry. I've Mr. always Mr. nothing but chocolate. Mr. Dino's where I go. At night, it's... Really bad in there. The guy's making the pizzas. He's yelling at the other guy making the pizzas. Who's yelling at the delivery guys? Who's yelling at the counter girl because she's in the way? And they're yelling at the people who work in the basement that make the salads because the salad's not here. It's like it's a freak show. It really is. Mark, you don't live like you never heard t- Tony Soprano say, "Hey, Paulie, go down to South Orange and pick up those boxes." Hey, I was in Jersey City for sixteen years. Larry and Joe's, Newark Avenue. That's the best pizza in New Jersey. Were they ever uptight in there? We got to talk about that. Yeah, well, my neighbor across the street used to work there part time, so I used to go. All right, here we go. Larry and Joe's. All right, you guys be quiet. Yeah. All right, uh, call the pizza guy already. He said, shut up. You shut up. Oops, Times Square. I called the wrong pizza place. Yeah, Hold on. I'm not going to you Times Square. You called famous to get original pizza. Johns, not original famous Johns. <laughs> not number one Chinese Chicken King best pepperoni pizza guy. <laughs> oh, Henry Kudo tried to call me. He did? I'll call him back. 
Does he use uh, mustache wax? Do you know? Yes, I'll ask him. Yes. Oh, I'm going to get some of that for my neck hairs. We used to talk about cameras on this podcast. Leave a message after the beat. If you want to get a hold of me, you're not handsome and good looking. Don't leave a message after the beat. Henrik. At the tone, oh. please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Henrik, you were going to be on the Film Photography Podcast, but now you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I All thought right. that was the pizza place. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? <laughs> I'm like, that's your pizza place. You leave a pizza place. It's pretty awesome. 911, leave a message. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. That Henrik, he is. Leave your order and the money under a rock. <laughs> Oh, you see my phone? There's no. John's Just pizza. Just order the pizza! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then there's John's Pizza Fairlawn. Yeah. Might I suggest that Might, one? I love yeah, that do that story. one. Oh, right, here we go. For real, folks. <laughs> that story never gets old. There we go. All right, be quiet like you promised. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was five hours ago, though. <laughs> Promises only have a certain shelf life. Statute of limitations. John's Pizza can help you. Uh, yes, I'd like to order some food to pick up. Uh, can I get a large uh, pepperoni pizza? Okay. And one large uh, pie with everything on it. Great. Uh, yes, on the everything, can you also put anchovies, please? Sure. So it's peppers, onions, mushrooms, sausage, pepperoni, and anchovies. Yes, please. Oh. The only other thing is, can you make them uh, both crispy, please? Of course. And uh, my name is John, and I'll be picking it up. Great, thank you very much. Bye. What an asshole that woman was! Oh my god, that's crazy. I see what you're saying now. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's why I don't live that's here. That's crazy. I know. I can't. I was that Tony it. Soprano? <laughs> <laughs> this I is actually no ordered from the place. I usually order Bella Vita. That's the guy with the attitude. <laughs> oh, we had Bella Vita last time. Yes, right. we did. He's like, yeah, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> where's, where's this place? Uh, you by the Shoprite. Go past the Shoprite. Oh, past Shoprite on the left, little strip mall by the Columbia Bank. This pizza better be better because that other pizza was good. We're gonna find out. Oh, I don't like <laughs> on the next. Why show? we do? Why are we experimenting? I don't like experiment gastronomically. Because I goofed up. <laughs> you he panicked and called the wrong pizza place. <laughs> I did. John, it's going to be okay. Now, okay. John, going back to film sets, yeah. don't mess with John regarding his lunch. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, Zach says, he's seen you throw a sandwich at somebody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's true. You, you opened it up, it didn't have the proper oh, cheese. Oh, maybe. Yeah. You said you just. I don't think you, I threw it at you somebody. Threw it down I threw on the it ground. down. I would never throw it at somebody. Yeah. Yeah, because you're working hard, and the only thing you really have to look forward to is a piece of meat on some bread. With when cheese. somebody goofs it up, you're just like, ugh. You had one job, and someone brought you the slightly wrong type of cheese. I'm I can see why you were. all day. No, they put, like, oil and vinegar on it. I'm like, I can't eat this. It's too greasy. I'll be, you know, pooping my pants. <laughs> <laughs> can't have that. So I eat Kit Kats all day. Folks, we're going to see you in two short weeks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Two short weeks. <laughs> Not short like the last five minutes of the show. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. You guys out there listening, enjoy your pizza, whether it's, uh, uh, what's it, Del Giorno? What's the one that puffs up in the? Yeah, DiGiorno. 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 
Not everyone here is in the tri-state area, so you may have to... Enjoy your Sicilian, or your grandma pizza, your or Domino's, your white pie. Pizza House pizza. Do not pizza house. It's impossible Joey, to enjoy Joey Domino's. Fratellos. Right. What's the there place you by, by you now? What's it uh, called? Actually, Pizza House is Pizza House. Yeah. Pizza House. Enjoy Pizza House? Different Pizza House. Different Pizza House. House. Enjoy your Larry and Joe's we from Newark we... Avenue, Jersey City. Columbus and Ann Arbor do not share a whole lot of things. That's true. Oh, that's definitely not Pizza oh, House. Is the, is the, so is the team in Columbus? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> yeah. Columbus. And his team's in Ann Arbor. Yeah. At least one. That's oh. classic rivalry. Classic, classic rivalry. It's happening in a few short days. Do they hate yeah. each They throw other? sandwiches at each other. Is it a friendly? <laughs> it's not a friendly. No. They, my daughter calls up. They play hand egg. They play what? Hand egg. Oh, really? They throw stuff at each other? No, footballs. Uh, All right, got folks. Okay. All right, folks, we're going. This cherry pie is a miracle. Would you please ask the lady with the log to speak up? Um, the pie. She was talking about the cherry pie. I heard you again. I heard you again. (laughs) Would you like some pie? Massive, massive quantities and a glass of water, sweetheart. My socks are on fire.
see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. He shall look up here. 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 He shall look up here